Mic check, mic check. I said, mic check, mic check. God damn it. We bike. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Y'all know what it is. If you don't, you should. I ain't gonna hold it against you, though. It just happens to be your G, BKA Watts. AM, old man. Y'all know who it is. Come on, man. We are in the building one time. Yes. Listen, man, we back with what is this, episode four? Yeah, man. I thought you was gonna speak Spanish or some shit. Nah, nah, nah. Episodo cuatro, my <laughs> nigga. <laughs> of that music ish, my G's. Y'all know what's up. We talking that music ish. No, we don't do gossip here. No, we don't do goddamn. Uh, the, what the fuck else is there? We don't do none of that weirdo gospel. shit. Yeah, look, Go- gospel. gospel, gospel. <laughs> no gossip. None of the weirdo shit. No We're not doing talk. the drama. We're not doing none of the bullshit involved in none of these celebrities' lives and the TMZ and all the the scandals and shit. Look, I don't. Less. I don't care. We care about music, which is why this is called that music ish. Mm. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, I don't I don't have no intentions of covering the fuckery. I mean, what's the point at this point? Like it's so much other or so many other platforms that will cover that. It's kinda nice to have a platform that doesn't indulge in gossip and bullshit and Absolutely. You know, use this as, you know, your reprieve from reality, you know. Yeah, cause yeah, this this ain't this ain't this ain't love and hip hop shit. It's uh-huh. gonna just be hip hop shit. If y'all ain't got the fucking hang of that by now listening into us on our fourth episode just understand we are a couple of former rap niggas who still more than likely rap better than most of the niggas y'all know and we are currently chilling at the temporary space because guess what my g's the motherfucking studio about to open nigga that's dope man i can't wait honestly yeah i'm I, bro i ain't gonna lie i'm hyped being a bitch with Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Even when it ain't like Saturday or Sunday. Nah, I think it's gonna be a random Wednesday night and being a bitch with a bottle of Clico and some simply orange juice, nigga. That's crazy. I'm trying to think what brand of orange juice I really like. I feel like I, I done lost track of which which brand of orange juice I fuck with for real. But I, you know, I think that's some simply upstairs though on the low. I mean, simply is like the fucking simply is the Louis Vuitton of horseshoe. <laughs> mm, okay, okay, that's I cool. Mean, that's cool. So like, so like, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 fancy with a little dash of racism. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. For sure, for sure, it's going. Hey man, so yeah, so so we dropping this first few episodes essentially as a four pack. You know what I'm saying? So boom, here we go. Four episodes gonna drop on y'all niggas like you blew y'all. So you might have actually just finished listening to episode three and shit. Like damn, I immediately want to hear episode four. And it sound like we talking as if we ain't been together in a couple weeks, niggas, because we haven't. Right. So with that being said, this nigga work schedule is aggressive, and it does not really allow for us to just easily get together and also my life in the way that it works with entertainment and such every time this man comes to my house i end up holding him hostage for two hours or more or more which is fucking ridiculous so hey listen i guess we just got to work around what we got to work around 
But like I said in prior episodes, I'm also in the process of launching a new company, new brand. And if you're watching this, you actually will see the logo yeah. for said company. We'll we'll start explaining that explaining that in the later episodes. But uh, yeah, yeah. So launching a new company, limited, limited run, man. <laughs> new company, new brand. Um, still a newlywed, so I still got to make sure my house is taken care of. And I think. And the top of 2022, I may get back into consulting for artists specifically. I ain't mad at that. That's cool. I say, need this bread, man. Especially if I'm about to quit this nine to five. Yeah, I'm, bro. I'm preparing to expand and do some real life bullshit. I'm really, I'm really about to. It's like I'm finally in a space where I have a few things that I can that I can package as as products some of which physical tangible some of them being knowledge and information that that can definitely be turned into money for yourself so right. I feel like it's time to really put this shit out it feels good bro man I'm happy for you dog thank you you you're always the one person like when you set your mind to something that shit pretty much is guaranteed to happen so yeah, bro. Not gonna lie to you. People people get stuck at starting. Yeah. And and I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't really I don't I don't really have a, a, a point when it comes to any of these ventures or, or ideas that I have where I'm stuck anymore. I just be like, I'm gonna figure it the fuck out. Right. I think with the pandemic, one thing that I realize is that sometimes we overcomplicate simple shit. Yep. Even when it comes to starting a business, because the first thing you have to have is a passion for something to start a business. So, so a lot of people, you know, they'll come up with some grandiose idea and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm going to figure this out and we're going to run it this way. And it's like, uh, fuck all that. Yeah. What is it that you really want to do? Figure yeah. out that first, then do the logistics you know, incorporate or if you want to be a sole proprietor or all that legal shit, handle that. Then at that point, just execute, man, because the money's gonna come. You know, you gotta you gotta put some of your personal bread in. You know, you gotta sacrifice. You ain't gonna, you know, you may not eat in the literal or the you know philosophical terms, you know, for a while, but you gonna be happy. Cause you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you are gonna be hungry. You gonna, gonna be, be happy. Hungry, yeah. It's, it's a combination. It's two H's. You know what I'm saying? So just prepare for those motherfuckers to, to come to you in a combination. But like I said, when I when I left T-Mobile, I did it in a in a particular way that I think really prepared me to not go back to work. Right. Because remember, I walked out that bitch knowing I got my tax money coming. I had a final commission check coming, right. which was gravy. Right. I had just signed that that deal with commercial three uh, with channel three for the commercials. Right. I had also just written that song for them and got a check from that. Right. And I had never taken a vacation my entire three years at T Mobile. So you they had to, out. they had to pay me out yeah. for that time. So I got a lump sum and legit paid all my bills for the rest of the year. Right. And then had the rest of that year from that was March. Right. All the way through December to try this shit. Right. And figure it the fuck out. And 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 either this art or this entertainment or these shows or whatever, this shit was either gonna work or I was gonna go back to work. 
Right. And shit worked. And that's how it should be. Facts, though. Facts, so. though. So, I mean, I, I would always tell a motherfucker, if you plan on, <laughs> like, I don't know, if you plan on leaving your job, like, try to stack as much as you can before you peel out. Yeah. Try to find a situation where, you know, you got some some extra bread coming in or something. Just just make sure that you got cushion before you peel out and, and really have your plan set as strong as possible to try to get directly to that bread as soon as you out that motherfucker. Even before, if you can. Right. And, and instead of just being like, all right, I'm out this bitch and then rushing to take any fucking job because you can't pay the bill next month. That's... Right. That's not going to benefit no goddamn body. Right. I mean, you said it. I was going to say, say the exact same things. If you have contingency plans in place, man, take a leap of faith, man, because I'm at that point. You know, me and my wife talk about this on a constant repeat, you know, and I think for a while I kind of moved in fear, you know. Nigga had a nice salary, nice house, you know, can afford to take, you know, my wife and my, my daughter on trips, Multiple times throughout the year, but I'm putting in 14, you know, 14 to 16 hours a day sometimes, you know, including weekends. And and I ain't gonna lie, bro. I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that. Even that couple vacations and shit is worth it. It's not. It's not. not. You know, (laughs) like it's not. I I get more, you know, happiness watching, you know, my my wife and my crack jokes on me (laughs) as we eat, you know, Sunday dinner and shit like that, you know. And not to say being an entrepreneur. You know, shit, I'm going to be working 14, 16 hours a day, but I'll have the the flexibility, the flexibility to be know? like, you know what? All right. I'm going to step away from this. <laughs> Fuck it. Let me put this shit Everybody down get dressed. We're going to dinner. Facts. Yeah, you know? Or shit, you know what? I don't feel like working today. I'll right. just work the next two days. And right. Bang out. Like, you know, so. And it, and it's that personal goals, bro. Yeah. Like, like sometimes I'll just say, all right, so I made this much last week. I want to make that much last week plus an extra $100 per day. Right. Or an extra $200 per day. And then try to figure out how to make that work. Right. How to make it happen. I set those goals for myself. And then when I when I hit those goals or even get close to those goals, my stretches, then I might just chill for a couple of days. Right. Because I didn't fucking cooked for real. And now I'm going to sit my black ass down and enjoy some of this shit that I have fucking worked for it for real but I, I get to enjoy it in the fact that I did some shit and put some shit together that, that was for me it's like I didn't make some company $100,000 and I got like $500 right. if I made $20,000 I made $20,000 <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. like, like if $20,000 worth of products got sold $20,000 worth of dollars went into my pocket I mean that's your gross but you know you know but still, but, you, but, but, you personally made $20,000 from the hard work, the sweat sure, equity that you put sure. into it. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, damn. Especially, especially, when, I, especially when I package something like yeah. these like these classes and shit. Yeah. And, I, and I put that together. Once that's put together and people can digitally purchase my method. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, here you go. Boom. And every time somebody go to that website and click that motherfucker... Did the work one time, got paid for it a thousand. No, I feel it. Honestly, like I said, what got me so I was gonna wait in later episodes to discuss what limited run is. That shit's gonna be crazy. That's for all my sneaker head. I'm a big sneaker guy outside of music. Like sneakers and music has probably been my the same passion since I was six years old. For sure. So I'm not I'm not creating a sneakers, nothing like that. It's actually something that the general public they do 
if you buy sneakers, you do this on a consistent basis, but I'm trying to make this as easy and as streamlined for the, you know, consumer as possible. So I'll yeah. explain that in another episode. Yeah, we're gonna get it popping. But you know what made me think about getting back into music consulting, specifically for marketing. We had a conversation at the beginning of the last podcast, actually before we start recording, we were looking at analytics and he was trying to figure out why his numbers spiked in specific months. Mm-hmm. And he pulled up the numbers and I figured that shit out in like 10 minutes. Yep. I was like, oh yeah, trace this back to this. You had an influx of viewers in Los Angeles based off of one specific post on this day. Well, how, how did that post generate? And it made me realize I could probably route a lot of y'all niggas tours on an independent route. Yeah. I mean, it's simple. Like, so I will eventually launch a consulting service for a digital marketing. It's actually been around for a while. 411. 411 is coming back. Okay. 411 is definitely coming back. It's going. It's going. It's, that's, that's a big go. So you got 411, which is my digital marketing and consulting agency for. Mm-hmm. Uh, independent artists So that'll be back in 2022 And then we got limited run at the top of 2022 Which is A premium Sneaker laundry service Which is all online based And I'm looking forward to that That's Both of those are my, my, my passion And I will fully be walking away from corporate America Sometime in 2022 I put money in that so. Nigga, fuck that job shit. We out here in these goddamn streets, nigga. And by any streets, I mean in my basement. Don't say <laughs> shit to me, nigga. You know what it is. We down here getting it cracking. I'll leave it so long, though, nigga. I mean, y'all got the... Y'all, hold up. I do podcasts with you now, too. So, yeah, nigga. We. Yeah. We, nigga. We. <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. We about to be in a podcast studio in a couple weeks, man. Yeah, buddy. Realistically speaking, I'm trying to get this goddamn U-Haul tomorrow to move the rest of the shit in there, so... Everything goes according to plan. We'll be recording that bitch come fucking Monday. Right. I ain't playing no games with these niggas, man. Fuck y'all. I'm listening. (laughs) Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to the crispiness of my voice. As I tell you niggas, if you are in this space with me, this podcasting space, this streaming space, I am new to it. And I'm about to tear y'all fucking face out. Just like I did when I started hosting. Just like I did when I started throwing fucking events. Just like I did when I got into the art space. You're in my way. <laughs> Realistically, you're in my way. And it's fine. I, I have the door open for niggas to come fuck with your boy. Because that's the nigga I am. Because I want everybody to win. But understand... I'm crossing the proverbial finish line, my nigga, well ahead of motherfuckers. Even niggas with the head start. Because I don't fuck around. Understand that shit. Hear me clear when I say that shit. I'm on niggas' head. The fuck? Pause. No homo. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, out here. So, now, let's get to that music-ish. All right, bro. We got we got albums to talk about. We do, man. We got we got a bunch of shit to talk about. Actually, it's a lot going on musically. I don't even know where to start. Me either. Me either. I still haven't gotten a chance to listen to that Yeba album, and I'm supposed to. Me me either. Yeah, Yeah, I know I was supposed to do that. I also 
did not get around to the West Side Gun shit because the nigga dropped two albums and the fuck. You were so confused. He was like, yeah, I, I listened to the... I said, which one? Side A or side B? It's a side B? Ain't no side A and side B. This nigga, all right. This nigga just dropped sweat and suit. I'm not trying to hear that <laughs> shit. <laughs> nigga, the fuck? I listened to the Wayne record. And, all right, that was cool. Wayne was spitting, man. He was, though. He was. Yeah. Almost Carter 2 Wayne. Almost Carter 2 Wayne. Yeah. Bitch was chunking it. Because that was, because it, it was, it was, uh, realistically, I think peak rapping Wayne was between Carter 2 and 3. Was was the shit he did in between the two. I'm going to say peak rapping Wayne is only Carter 2. Nah, that nigga, the that nigga got The hype of Carter 3, or yeah, the hype of Wayne leading into Carter 3. Because let's be realistic. What was Carter 3? Was that Carter what was 3 the sing- was... What single was on Carter 3? Got Money. No, but I was saying, was that 6 foot, 7 foot, or was that... Carter four, a million, a million, a million. Yeah, he had he had a million, and he had he had a million, and he had got money. Right? Has Carter three or has a million aged as well as we thought it would? I can tell you, six foot, seven foot didn't. Well, see, this is the thing: Carter two and three are completely different. Exactly. So Completely peak, different. Because Carter, Carter two, two is Carter two is gritty, and Carter three was commercial as fuck. Right. And Carter two was, man, he's not here no more. I'm able to work with any producer I want to. You said which one? Carter two. Oh yeah. There's yeah. no Manny Manny uh, Fresh Production on that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's, that's when you found Matlock and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Carter one is still Manny. Carter two, you got Matlock. You got Cool and Dre. You got uh, Shout out to Matlock. Cleveland and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what it is. Who else you got? I want to say you got Yanni. Mm-hmm. So he's opening the floodgates and he's like, I can rap on any beat I want to. Yeah. I can show y'all niggas. But see, like the, the thing is Carter too was was gritty and he was and he was flowing. Like flow. He was floating right. on a lot of them records, but he wasn't necessarily spitting. He wasn't like punching on that shit like and, and, and giving you shit to make you be like, ooh. He was saying shit, nigga, but it was like like apple, cherry, banana, get the biscuit, buster. Like he wasn't like saying shit that was, he wasn't actually saying shit, but it was more so flow and delivery. Then he got into like the mixtape shit where he was punching your, he was punches, heavy punches, switching up flows, doing different shit. Jumping over all kind of niggas beats I feel like that's where he took the rapping To the highest point after two In between two and three And then by the time we got to three Three was I feel like the mixtapes in between Carter two and three was Still had the grittiness but also was giving niggas Like wittiness Here's punchlines Here's me doing doing wild shit that he, that he didn't do on the cohesiveness That he that he created with Carter two As far as the album is concerned Right Cause he was free to just fucking flow, just rap, nigga, just and just be spitting. He he was that was that was fucking. I can't feel my face, shit and shit like that. So here's where I'm going to disagree, because to me, Carter Two Wayne is a lot a lot more consistent on what he's saying, and I can actually understand, and it makes more sense, even though it's punchlines. By the time we get to Carter 3, Wayne, I feel like 
he might have been in a zone where he was drinking a little bit too much lean and was just saying a bunch of punchlines that niggas thought were hot. But in hindsight, we're like, this shit is stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, that, but that's why but that's why I'm 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 feeling like it's that in between pocket where he probably was at his best lyrically. So you saying because I like you remember the squad up tapes. So I think that's pre that's pre Carter too. Yeah. So I like squad the squad up tapes. I like Carter. I and I don't dislike Carter three. I don't want that to be No, no, no. Like I said, it was just different. It was commercial. It was yeah. super, super commercial, I, my nigga. I also think Carter two got everybody paying attention. Mm-hmm. Carter two is what got Bleak to be in jail. They're like, yo, the nigga that y'all remember used to do shit with you know Juvie. Me <laughs> the the nigga who the nigga who got a piece of paper in the studio and wrote wop 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 wop. Yeah. <laughs> y'all remember how we used to laugh about this nigga? That, that nigga, is fucking hilarious. That nigga wrote down wobbledy wobbledy nigga. He wrote that on a piece of paper, my G. <laughs> Yeah, you absolutely right. Think about how wild, that nigga wrote wobbledy wobbledy on a piece of two, paper. He's like, yo, I like Jay-Z. Jay-Z is my favorite rapper. Jay-Z don't write rhymes. Fuck it. I'm not going to write rhymes. I'm going to learn how to do this shit. See, that paper was holding that nigga back. Because if he would have kept the paper, nigga, ain't no telling what other sounds he would have wrote down on that motherfucking sheet. So then you get Super Wayne, who now, and at this point, I don't think he's experiment, experimenting with a lean. He's just full on Wayne in his right mind, consistent with his delivery and his flow and his wordplay. The Carter II Wayne is like, uh, this thing came out of nowhere. So much so that you thought he had a ghostwriter. And for years, that was the assumption because it was Gilly the Kid, allegedly. They finally cleared right. that up a couple years ago, though. Did they? Supposedly. I still, I still kind of think that he ghost wrote some of that shit. But uh, that that be the whole shit though when niggas be like, bro, but like, if you could write this shit for this nigga, why couldn't you write it for yourself? It's a lot of niggas like that. No, no, no. I understand, but at the same time, it's like when we listen to your shit, you don't have to have hit singles, my nigga. Right. But your rapping isn't even up to par. Yeah, it's like don't tell me that you like when you write for this nigga and you know you giving him this verse, your pen suddenly goes to level ten, but whenever you write, it's level six. That's weird as fuck. That's the shit that make it inconsistent to where you be like, eh. some niggas are just better behind the scenes, even though they want to be in front of the scene. Yeah, think about nah, I can't even use it. Use him as an example because I like I like his projects. I was gonna say the dream, but nigga, have you ever heard the reference of fucking umbrella? No, I this feel like I done heard some of his other references. This shit is still fucking fire, so I can't even. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I'm gonna say to hear this nigga. something else yeah. off the top of the head. I can't remember. I heard the reference particularly and was like, "Oh, that's wild!" Like it's actually kind of yeah. dope. I just can't remember, but it was definitely one of his reference tracks, yeah. though. I still, I've been trying to find the reference track for Steel Dre. It'll never be found. <sighs> I fuck it. Yeah, bro, It'll that's frustrating. I want that shit bad as fuck. I want to hear whole rapping like them niggas. You must have watched the shop recently. No, 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 no. It's urban legend. Like the, the reference right. of DRE, the Jay-Z. Did. Right. That's all that's all I want to find on the internet. It gotta be on the dark web somewhere. You know who probably got got the file? Guru. For sure. It's somewhere. For sure. He gotta he gotta drop that shit at some point. Whole price whole price slide that nigga a little bread per year to be like, hey, keep that locked up. <laughs> keep keep that in all the mother references locked up. 
don't make him no. It makes him no mind. This is billionaire hoes. That's what I'm saying. It's like billionaire hoes with billionaire. Don't tell us that shit and not like put it out. What for? Cause it, the it will streets, not. the streets is watching. He should know all about that. <laughs> He's so past the streets. <sighs> He's fifty one. What's past the streets? The galleries is watching. Nigga, I don't yeah. know. Nigga, shit. <laughs> a yacht, <laughs> right? Nigga, the yachts is watching. Nigga, a we out here in uh, a fucking twelve thousand square foot. Man, oh, that's small. I was about to say twelve. Yeah, no, twelve thousand square foot mansion in uh, Beverly Hills, nigga. Like, yeah, I mean, it will never see the light of day. But we went on a big tangent because we originally was talking about Westside and we had the the Wayne. That nigga not good, man. But okay, listen. No, so I, don't so, say that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> listen. All right. So between this and the next episode, I will. At this point, it's the, the album two months old. Came and went. No, the 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 side B shit just came out, right? It's all, almost been a month. You yeah, I'm saying our episodes are two work two weeks apart. I'll now. at least listen to it though, so I can. So on the next listen episode, I can be like, "Hi, right, that shit was good," or I can be like, "That shit was weak." I just think I'm as, gonna give niggas one of the two. Yeah, I think as a artist, Westside. Okay, it's some artists that are just their energy, their appeal, the way they you know. Can curate music makes them bigger as far as a star than their actual ability. <laughs> and Westside is far from a horrible rapper. I've heard way. Worse I, no, rappers. I don't think that nigga's a horrible rapper. I actually am a big Griselda fan. Like Pause. I said, my nigga, I walk around nigga. the house, nigga. Boom, 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 And Buffalo and Cleveland are. Kind of like mirror cities of each other, so I kind of understand. I've never been. Buffalo looks exactly like Cleveland. That's crazy. It's just close to the Canadian border. Do them niggas have anything to do with hot sauce? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know it was weird. But BW threes or Buffalo Wild Wings, brother, actually didn't start. It started in Columbus. That's so random. The dude it started it in Columbus was from Buffalo. Ah, okay. And it was originally fun fact, kids. It was originally it was originally Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck. Yep. That's where the W three comes from. Right. They eventually dropped the Weck because anybody know what the fuck that shit was. Yeah. And now the name has stuck, even though there's only two technical W's attached to the name. Yeah. The more you know, <laughs> you gotta get that drop. Duh. Oh, the more you know. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be drop. funny. That'd be funny. So, but yeah, to go back to the West Side. I'm a Westside fan. I'm a Griselda fan. They've announced more artists that they signed. I'm sorry, I missed the Conway show. Me too, though. And but you had Benny, to be, you had to you had to be big vaccinated to get in that hole. Vax. Yeah, so, the guy just got over COVID, so it was like, yeah, yeah. You already had the antibodies in you, Paul. Yeah, so basically, but I want to say Benny's coming this week or next. I want to say Benny's coming this two, weekend. Odian. Oh. No, no. Odeon originally it was supposed to be Odeon before COVID. Mm-hmm. It's either Odeon or Diagora. For sure. For sure. That makes sense. Yeah. So, because he's on tour right now, I just hollered at somebody and he was in DC or Baltimore last night and they were there. So, for sure. It sounds about right. Sounds like he'll be en route to the Cleveland area or Detroit or something. So, for sure. So. <clears throat> I definitely want to catch some more concerts before the year's out. I am thinking 
Because I know she, Erica was supposed to come here and right. she scrapped the Cleveland date, which is disappointing. Yeah, Damn, I would love to see that too. She, she was definitely supposed to, before COVID when she was set to to go out. She was we was on the we was on the uh, tour docket, and when she put up her most recent post about it, might have been a couple weeks ago, almost a month ago. I saw it, but it was like we wasn't on there, and I was just emotional. Like, <laughs> ah, come on. You know why my wife is so dope? The same topic. Concert topic So I had a whole Birthday plan uh, My birthday is in November My birthday is next month So Those plans fell through And My wife Has Blessed me With The opportunity To see the one person That I have never seen That I've always said I wanted to see Shakira no, <laughs> even though them hips don't lie, I them hips don't motherfucking lie, player. Okay, nah, she surprised me and got Nas tickets. Oh, okay, in Detroit. That's hard, and it's not just Nas. It's Nas, EPMD, Royce the Five Nine, oh, and Wale. And I know you don't like Wale, but other than say, that, I'll be leaving when that nigga comes on stage. <laughs> so. I've I've seen Jay Z six times. I've seen Lupe Fiasco uh, once or twice. I've seen I I I go to concerts. I like intimate concert shows. Like Nigga, that. Lupe be here next month or this month? Is he? Yeah, it's either this month or next month. But he doing right. uh, he doing the whole food and liquor. Really? Wait. Yeah. Uh, I went to I the first food and liquor show. I'll look it up. I'll look it up and yeah. And, and, I want to I want to go. I cannot. Nigga, I never seen Lupe live. I can't fucking really? wait. I'm gonna I, lose. You went with us? No. Ah, it was me and Jay. Yeah. Okay. Hurt. Yeah. So I get, yeah. I'm kind of disappointed this. that he doing the whole food later. I really would prefer that he be doing the cool, but fuck do I know. So the, the funny part is the first concert I went to was him on tour for Food and Liquor. Not the first concert I've ever went to, but the first concert. Of his. Yeah. For sure. Was the first Food and Liquor <laughs> tour. So that that'll kind of be full circle. I, yeah, let me know. I want to go to that. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely going to that hole. Fuck the bullshit. Yeah, he can perform, especially when he do American terrorism. God, that's my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 gonna be a big go. Yeah. So, album. <laughs> we didn't get to talk about this shit. I don't think we didn't talk about Baby Keem's album, did we? Yeah, we did. We did. We we. Oh yeah, hit that I shit still hammer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we rolled over that bitch with a fucking car. Matter fact, oh, let me. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. nigga, fuck all the bullshit. Yeah, no, we we definitely killed that out. When I when I got done listening to that shit, fool this man. Yeah. All right. So, what I did not expect was after the fact, Lil Nas, Lil Nas X album came out. Lil Nas X album. And I was adamant that I wasn't gonna listen to it. I had I didn't I didn't have any feeling one way or the other. I just absolutely knew it wasn't for me, didn't have shit to do with me, so it wasn't gonna end up on my playlist. I didn't think anything of it at all. Right. This podcast though made me go, All right, I'll listen to it. And I cut it on. Cause I'm like, yo, low key, if this shit is just crazy trash, I'm just gonna get on the podcast and cook this nigga. Here I am saying out of my mouth that this nigga album is better than Baby Keem's easily. It's not, not even a question. It's not even that it's better than Baby Keem's because that wasn't hard to do. It's that much is true though. But but this is the thing. Niggas be dick eating Baby Keem though. 
Yeah, even get, before the couple that. records with Kendrick, niggas be like, "Baby Keem up next. Baby Keem about to change the game. Baby Keem, baby Keem." Always hearing this nigga name. Oh, such and such got a Baby Keem feature. This shit about to be crazy. And I and I have not listened to this nigga yet. Then he drops the album. He dropped a couple of records with Kendrick. He has moments in one of them hoes. But for the most part, I'm like, this nigga not really good. Right. Then I go listen to the album. And I'm like, oh, no, this nigga really not good. But Little Nas X, though. Dude, I haven't listened to the whole project, but the songs that I have heard. Completely shocked. Pleasantly surprised. Ple- so pleasantly. I'm riding in the car to go pick the baby up from school. Jamming, bruh. Because the line at the school would be so fucking absurd. I had enough time to get through over half the album just waiting for the doors to open for the kids to get released. And I am sitting and jamming two little knots. I'm talking about jamming, bro. This nigga got, he has rock efforts that he attempted on this shit. He has R&B type joints on this shit. He got straight rap shit on this joint. He got fucking, he got a Doja Cat feature, a Megan Thee Stallion feature. You can, you can guess what those songs are like. He has a fucking Elton John feature. And I really like the song. Like, Fucking Elton John. It's Elton John though. Elton John, I feel like it's one. I feel like Elton John, because he's white, doesn't come up in the versus conversations. But realistically speaking, Elton John is is high on the list. Niggas forget that Elton John, and I might be confusing my groups, but Elton John started by fucking playing piano for hire for I want to say like Gladys Knight and the Pimp Pips or. Motherfucking Aretha Franklin or something like that. Yo, that's crazy because that definitely wasn't part of the uh, Rocket Man. Tony vaguely. They don't mention no names for sure. But you remember? Okay, you saw. So you saw Rocket. Yeah, yeah. Which was you remember when I quite fucking enjoyed that too. So when artists would go, the black artists would go overseas instead of bringing their whole band, they would just right, right, right. You know, instrumentation. Yeah, fire. You know, instrumentalists for hire. And Elton John was like one of the, the top. One. For sure. That's that's dope. But see, bro, when that nigga hit his when when he was like cooking for real, that that sh- that moment in the in the fucking movie uh-huh. where they where they reference to the fact that he made up like two or three percent or four or something like that. Either way, nigga, he literally was somewhere between two and four percent of all music sold in the world individually. Yeah. Nigga, fucking what? I got a verse in for you. the world, nigga. I got a verses for you, please. El John versus Stevie Wonder, nigga. I literally was about to suggest the exact same thing because I feel like they're the two piano niggas. They are. They are the two old piano niggas who have unlimited hits, nigga. Stevie Wonder has a 60-year career at this point. So I'm not tripping. So in, in me, so this, this the whole shit. John might be the white Stevie Wonder, except for he can see. My nigga, this is this, <laughs> this the thing, though. This is the thing. I literally have been thinking about that 
since Versus started. When they got to the point of like motherfuckers trying to do fantasy matchups, but I felt like if I said it out loud, if I was the nigga to say it, I, niggas were gonna look at me crazy. Nah. The fact that you were saying it without me having to provoke it is amazing, nigga. Because you know what that does? It confirms that I'm fucking right, nigga. Because that shit would be phenomenal. The issue is black people, particularly our age, ain't gonna know shit about nothing. Elton John, not not our age, but younger than us, should I say? Yeah. Ain't gonna know shit about no fucking Elton John. But I would. Nigga, the fuck? That's one of those verses, if that ever happens. Because you get... It, there, there is no winner. It's literally a celebration Please. of the two. It's it's when, like, Gladys Knight was versus... Um, For sure. Uh, Patty LaBelle. But Gladys, or, but, 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 but Gladys cooked Patty, though. Did she? Yeah. I don't think either one of them cooked each other. No, I think, Gladys, Gladys I think it was Patty. like two... I think it was like your, your grandma and your great aunt was at the house. No, and she they, she cooked Patty's pies. <laughs> it was it was it happened. Dog, I fuck I fuck with Patty LaBelle. So do I. Absolutely. I fuck them with Patty. Them pies ain't savor though. Them pies did not savor that. So that we night. going that route cuz that's just like all right, niggas was saying Ashley Brothers versus Earth Wind and Fire. Niggas. That one was tough. I ain't going to lie. I actually wasn't I wasn't watching for a winner on that one. I actually wasn't. Cause Loki Steve Harvey stole the fucking show he did. with them long ass country ass stories, and I'm just so confused how that nigga sold country and he from here. Cause niggas are Cause niggas do not sound city, niggas do not sound like that, bro. He don't sound like that because you gotta remember at a certain point in time, a lot of uh, people from the East Coast start you know migrating to Cleveland. But you gotta remember, Cleveland was one of the original transplant cities when your grandmother and your grandfather came from for down sure. Cause south. my grandmother from my grandmother from Atlanta. My grandmother from Alabama. So them old country ass people came up in nineteen twenty eight and they were working at all the steel yeah, mills. Steve Harvey is an old nigga though. Yeah, Steve Harvey old as fuck. That's yeah. true. That's true. Respectfully. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably first generation Cleveland and he, he probably wasn't, he may not even been born in Cleveland, let's be real. He might have been born in like Mississippi. Nah, he, he kept on saying, I'm from Cleveland. He from Cleveland. No, he a Cleveland nigga. Don't get it Cleveland, twisted. nigga. He wasn't no V in that shit at yeah, all. But I'm saying like he might be one of them first generation like, you know, your grandmother came from Alabama and she had, had your daddy and th- that's Steve Harvey. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. That's, that's, that was my parents. Both of them. Both of my, my mom was born in Cleveland, but like my grandmother was from Alabama, from deep Alabama. And then on sure. my father's side, my my people is from Georgia, Bruh, Fitch When I tell you, I done watched my grandmother make multiple things, just dipping her hand into fucking particular foods and whipping it like that instead of using particular utensils and shit, real country style shit, bro. Like my grandmother' nickname was Little Bit, and, and Emma's like, you know, what I'm saying that shit is hilarious. I think the spirit of all black women becomes inherited in a black woman's hand at the age of 40. Mm. <laughs> so it's like okay. levels of cooking. So like by the, like my wife can cook her ass off. I love my wife's cooking. For sure. So and she's just on the cusp of like oh you like that down soft grandmama. So she got like a couple more years where her hand <laughs> You <laughs> gonna, gonna fill up with them with the right she gonna have a Bruce Leroy. Yeah. She gonna have a glow and shit. And everything she go touch go be like when you got the glow. And it gotta be the left yeah, <laughs> it gotta be the left side. So like yeah, damn, her whole 
Her whole and she left handed too. So she like, oh, oh, she put her whole left side. See, I knew that she was a real nigga. Wife left handed. Respectfully, so, she a real one. Yeah. So okay, so, bruh. So yeah, Elton John versus Stevie. Elton Wonder. versus Stevie could be crazy. That's free game. The next versus coming up is KRS One versus Big Daddy Kane. Cannot lie to you. Very disappointed. Really? Yes. I, it's not my generation. I know I'm not, and I hate to say this. I, I'm gonna watch it because. It's, for nostalgic purposes, but it's not one that I'm like, this is what I want. I'm going to watch I do think it. it's a good matchup, though. I don't. Who you got? KRS? I hate that nigga. Really? Always hated that nigga. And that's the thing. I know that KRS-One was, was, was cracking in the 80s, for real. And I never went back to really listen to that nigga music. I really feel like so many of KRS songs are rapping about... You know, it's like you get used to rappers rapping about themselves. Right. About how they got more money than this nigga, more women, more cars, more whatever. Or how they better at rap than other rappers. I feel like when I got introduced to KRS One, I just have heard so many songs and verses about that he's written rapping about how other rappers <laughs> like how other rappers get more accolades than him. And they shouldn't, or or how other rappers, how other rappers get more or different shows than him, or how other rappers can do shit that's different than him, but he still want to challenge them. And it's just like that shit, Jake, bro. And it's and it's frustrating because as as a nigga who is really into lyrics, I've never heard him say shit that made me twist my fucking face up. And I just don't. He just don't move me. Yeah, but you also the nigga you get locked into time because I know you have a big issue with Lil Cool J. But you gotta remember for another pod. (laughs) Let's let's get canceled on a different day. It's it's levels and it's generations of rap. Rap is only forty what forty five years old realistically. So the niggas that were coming out at that time, let's just say okay, KRS is still light years ahead. Sugar Hill Gang. In lyrically True True So true. it's like new Every five years At that point It was niggas That was changing their delivery And their style KRS to some <laughs> I hate to say it Is the Is the Jay Z Nigga For sure uh, but, but listen though This is uh, the thing the, the I I get it So you he gotta respect it Me You wasn't supposed to If I Was If I was choosing this battle It would have been Kane versus Rakim. And I would have much rather saw that battle. And I would have. Not to say it might not have been on the table. But I also think it, they already asked Rakim. And Rakim said he wasn't interested in doing versus. I understand that. The same way yeah. 50 said, hey, look, when niggas was stuck in the house, we ain't had no choice but to watch this shit and do this shit. But fuck that now. And I get it. I ain't mad at that nigga. Because hey. I absolutely would have preferred him Versus fucking Fat Joe against Ja Rule. Like, it's just some shit that you just want to see. Like, niggas have talked KRS-One, I mean, uh, Big Daddy Kane versus Rakim for years. Forever, Forever. my nigga. So, in my mind, as soon as I saw Big Daddy Kane doing a versus, I was hyped. Because I'm like, nigga, what? He got to be going against Rakim. And it's KRS-One. And I'm like, no. 
<laughs> I don't I didn't want that. So I mean that that's probably the vast majority of my disappointment is the fact that it's not Rakim going I'm, against KRS one. Because he only gonna do one versus. Everybody's I'm, only done one versus and I I get it. Except for Jalen. <laughs> well, yeah, but he did right. it as a group, and he did it as a uh, solo artist. Right, and then popped up at the fucking Fat Joe and yeah. <laughs> Ja Rule. Like yeah. New York, I'm still outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still out here. I, I get it. That's I what, but that's all I wanted, bro. Like, because I, I just I don't personally, personally, I don't. I feel like <sighs> when I'm listening to, to Kane, I'm getting dope records and I'm getting bars. The nigga can rap. And I don't feel the same about KRS One bar wise, uh, but I feel like, but I feel that way about Rakim, and I would have just preferred to see them two. You That's know why? Because you still Rakim is for the new generation of rappers. It was like Kane, and then Rakim at the same point it was like. That's what I'm saying. And but was and, and, and the was fact that I feel like Rakim's rhyme pattern and the you know. He molded ninety nine percent of hip hop. Yes, after he came up. Yeah, but I also feel the same of Kane because you got to look at Kane, and from Kane's lineage is a direct disciple of Big, and after that, direct disciple or descendant of Whole Hoof. For sure, it's like you got to respect Kane because without Kane, there is no. Cause they, cause they was both niggas with bars, but two different levels of subject matter. Right. Cause Kane was definitely more the flashy, and bitches and, and shit like that in his bars. By comparison to Rakim, who was nigga, I'm lyrical skill and some knowledge shit. Yeah. So, two different sides of the same coin. But when it came to actual lyrical ability and skill, these niggas were very close. Yeah. When I, I still probably would give it to Rakim, but I, not by much though. Rakim was my first introduction to hip hop, so I feel you. Like I said, previous episode, like to me, Kim, Kim and Juice, or Rakim and Juice, mm-hmm. are like if I wrote a movie about like my life and and how hip hop has affected me, those two points in time for sure are how I'm starting <laughs> the movie off. You got the juice now. Yeah. So, but I don't know, man. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going. It's not, man. I just don't want to hear. on Sunday. I just don't want to hear KRS1 whining. Y'all want to hear uh, The Bridge is Over? My nigga got The Bridge is Over, Black Cop, Step Into a World. Self-destruction. I, that shit is trash. And, but it held its purpose in hip-hop. Means but you like self-destruction? <laughs> Hold up. Do you like self-destruction or you like... No, same game, nigga. Oh. The West Side version of uh, self de- uh, self-destruction? They're both trash. They are. For that time, they were dope, though. No, it was just all the niggas that niggas liked at the time on a terrible song together. Self-destruction. What's Self-destruction. <laughs> yeah, you know what's crazy about self-destruction? self-destruction. You got fucking D-Nice on that motherfucker. Facts. D-Nice literally saved the world. Yo, that nigga first joined that. My name is D-Nice. That shit was so fire back in the day. Jesus Christ. Shout out to D-Nice one time. D-Nice saved the planet during the pandemic. He did. He literally. did. Absolutely. Absolutely. They nigga saved, nigga. Did they nominate him for a Nobel Peace Prize? I don't know. He he deserved it though. Like if he didn't if he didn't get nominated or didn't just get one, he belonged. That he, shows he you how powerful music is. It Absolutely. literally saved our lives from killing each other inside. during the 
pandemic, my brother. <laughs> so like, but yeah, no, nah, like, no, nah, real shit, bro. But like, I mean, I, I'll never forget a couple years ago. This couldn't have been too long ago, and I don't remember who these people were. At this point, they very well may still follow me or maybe listen to this podcast. But they wanted to remake self destruction. They wanted to make a modern version of self destruction. Self destruction. It might have been like twenty. Might have been 2015 or 16. And it was it was terrible. It was it was it was it was bad. Like, and I was listening to it and I'm like, yo, this shit sucks so bad. And it was like, yeah, we just want eight bars from you. And I'm like, but I I rap better than like y'all y'all got like y'all got like 18 niggas on this song, and y'all only want eight, my nigga. Then they played the beat, and I'm like, eh. Then they played a hook, and it's the exact same. So I'm like, Oh God, y'all could have done something to update this and not make it ass. But no, no, they didn't. And niggas is like, and this song right here is going to just change the game. It's going to elevate everybody's minds into a whole new cosmic plane where we can all be awoke, brother. And in your third eye and all this other shit. And I'm like, all right, my nigga, I hear y'all. But why do y'all think that this, like, nigga, like, this is, we are past the fucking, we don't have Michael Jacksons in this world no more for real. We don't have like all the all the motherfuckers that got together to, to fucking heal the world, make it a better place for you and me and all that shit. That that's that will never happen again, my nigga. Because all the niggas is fucked up. They all can't, the, they all can't the even niggas is all the niggas is out here now. Right, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like all the niggas that exist right now, bro, there's no media training, there's no control, there's no none of these niggas have a leash on them. Or, or 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 even or are even somebody who you can look to as an example. Everybody is out here making sure that they find time to make an announcement that they are not a leader or not a role model, so that they can be off the hook when they do some bullshit that they know that they engage in. Like we'll never get that again. So that so to have a bunch of local niggas all jumping on this record and shit. Like I think of, I think they had. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they managed. I don't, Know why I said yes? I genuinely don't, bro. But oh, I felt so like, but it was like some positive. <laughs> so this shit. is out the world. You got a verse of this motherfucker? I don't think they ever put it out. Oh my god! They I just kept adding <laughs> niggas to the song, bro. They kept adding niggas to the song to the point where I don't feel like it ever came out. Because I, I, I specifically remember they was like, "Yo, like we gonna shoot a video for it." Yada yada yada. Like so, just pull up, write your verse. I sat down in the corner and fucking struggled. First of all, to write eight bars because I'm like, nigga, I got to squeeze anything that I want to say about this subject into a tiny ass space. And then also try to make them bitches dope and still rap better than you motherfuckers because that's what I want to do when I'm rapping. I want to cook you niggas. And then I got fucking affinity on that bitch with like a 32. And I'm like, what the fuck? Nigga, because she about to smoke anything I can do with that much fucking time and space. So it was just like, it was frustrating. Like, yeah, then we're going to shoot the video in two weeks. And by the time I heard about it again, it had got up to like 29 niggas on the song or some shit like that. And that video never got shot. I just thought about some same topic, but different. The last attempt of this "We Are the World" shit. You remember when Game came out with the One Blood remix that was like twenty-seven minutes long? That shit was hard though. That's okay. So that's the only successful attempt at doing that shit. But they wasn't trying to heal the world. They not. Nah, they were shooting niggas on that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> nigga. That's what I'm saying. That all that saved the world shit, nigga. It don't exist no more, dog. Yeah. That's nah. Yeah. Like we gonna all get together as the biggest artists in the game to do something positive. That does not work, bro. I'm gonna be real. Even on the We Are the World shit, have you ever seen the video to record that shit? Yes. This nigga Michael Jackson is so pissed off at half of the nigga. <laughs> Bruh, yeah. It's, it's like he be looking back at Quincy, like, why you got me in here with these motherfuckers, yo? Bruh, that was low key how I felt at that motherfucker. I was like, man, come on. 
on, bro. What y'all talking about? Who are these niggas? And you know it was some niggas on there that like that like was them niggas like nephews or some shit that they that they made sure that they got on the song because they want to fucking rap and they weren't good. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we about to self-destruct, so now you got to do better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck bullshit. That shit is hilarious. Man. Hey, so listen. It's almost time to get to the... Like, we are... What is it? October? There is not... There is not... There ain't that much left. Nah, we coming up on fourth quarter. We in October. We are hoping for Kendrick. When the nigga said, I'll see y'all niggas soon. I told you. When the nigga said, I'll see y'all niggas soon, I really hope that he didn't mean those Baby King records. Told you. I really hope he didn't mean that. I hope that he means that the cook is coming. As we know, he prepared for his final joint, and he said that in his own note, but I'm just hoping that we get it before the year's out. Now, we got potentially Kendrick. I don't know when the next Ross is coming, but I feel like it's time he for a Ross. He said top of the year. Okay. He not coming. Top of the year. I'm really waiting on a Ross. But, you know, whatever. That's cool. Top of the year. I'll take it. I don't know what else is coming to be excited for or look forward to at this point. I think everybody, any established artist is waiting. Like, they might drop. If they don't drop by mid-November. mid Yeah, because I feel like. Don't look for it. Because at that point, you got to get Everybody going to be dropping Christmas albums. Yeah, and nigga, you already know that nigga Michael Bublé got one in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's ready, nigga. He's lock, stock, and loaded. Mike, he's working G. on that album since July. <laughs> Facts, bro. Yeah. Man, you are nigga. What Michael Bublé? That nigga started yeah. working on that Christmas album in January, fam. You gonna see is you gonna see a lot of re-releases, the deluxe version. Oh, for sure. So they you can try to get them, the them last minute numbers before the end of the year. The the two disc, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If, the if, two if, disc v- deluxe double album with uh and including a fucking whole set of bonus features and shit with a with a bonus record digital download for you to put into some kind of thing that takes a disc in 2021 nigga yeah, nah they so yeah i think we are coming on the end of when niggas are dropping you're going to see a lot of projects february Nah, but I you know how shit be, man. Motherfuckers just come out of nowhere these days. They do and just be like album, no so, promo, no promo, no promo, no no announcement, no hints, just only niggas. Because nigga, I literally that. did not know anything at all whatsoever. Not even a rumbling about this weak meal album. It came out of fucking clear blue sky for me. Came out, came and went because I listened to it and there was nothing. That, and I'm I'm not a weak uh, weak meal. I'm not a meek. <laughs> I'm not. Boys, a, this nigga mine, baby. I'm not a a, a meek. I like meek. Okay. I'm a fan of certain meek projects. Okay. I don't check for meek to the point where I'm like, yo, meek about to drop this week. I'm not one of those type of type of. Fan. No, but my nigga, it's just the whole thing. The nigga albums have been consistently good though. The last few have been good and gotten better. Yeah, I think after so you go first album meek, second album meek was like kind of borderline trash. Right. Then he does the short bit, comes back and he does was it dreams worth more than money? Was dream no dreams worth more than money was the second project. Look, I'm tired of these dream titles. I I like I like them actually. 
It's, I mean, I like you know, I like. I'm a big fan of shit. You remember my al- my album name was? I'm a big fan of manifestation or, or you know making your project sound bigger than what it is. Yes, so okay, I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying so, for sure. But yeah, I like champions i liked the project before tramp champions which i think was dreams worth more than money if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. but this is then this at some is, point it was like dreams only happen when you sleep or something yeah. like that <laughs> <laughs> but expensive pain there was nothing stand out about the project there, like the even the intro if meek is known for his intro listen this is literally his worst intro that he's came out with and that is why i never made it to track two because for me, and for niggas in general, niggas know, Meek be cooking the intros. Yeah. So I had, when I heard the flip, I heard the sample coming in. I'm like, oh, nigga, it's time. We about to get this Meek joint. I was actually excited when I heard what was happening. And then, I. <sighs> Especially, I've never been so disappointed. Especially since they took, I, you took "Hate Me Now." He took a, "Hate Me Now." You did a mediocre rendition of it. No, no, he took "Hate Me Now," and he rapped like Diamond on "Nuck If You Buck." <laughs> he literally did the "Nuck If You Buck" flow for five minutes. Over a Hate Me Now flip that wasn't as dope as the original Hate Me Now beat. No. And that, by the time I got to the end of that shit and realized, oh, it's not going to get to a good part, I went ahead and turned the album off. Yeah. That was it for me. I can barely sit through it. I've listened to it. Here's how I feel about the album. Like I said, the way I consume music is that I have to listen to it in its entirety, at least on the first listen, and then I'll double back and skim through tracks that I like. I have not been able to consume the album in its entirety. Mm. I literally can probably get to... That's the same problem that I kept running to with Donda. Yeah. But me and you had mixed... No, we ended up grading it the same. Um, right. But yeah, with, with me, I, I want to like it. You know, I just feel compared to his other projects, it feels... it. You know, this feels like it feels like this with the second album was. How... How his second album didn't live up to the hype of the first album. His last album was really, really good. His last album he flipped was Beef. And it and was fire, bro. So you go with that same momentum and you like, oh, I'm going to flip Hate Me Now. Granted, Hov stole the show on that bitch. Yeah, man. Come on, that's, that's Hov. I mean, for sure. If Hov wasn't on there, though, Ross verse was pretty fucking phenomenal, too. Yeah, it actually was. Yeah. Ross bodied that. Yeah. He also bodied that feature on Drake's album. There's has there ever been a bad Ross verse? Yeah. First album. Plenty of them. <laughs> they, yeah, they can just, just go right. in there and just pick whatever. <laughs> right. Anything anything from fucking Port of Miami, Port of Miami. Nigga, just go. But you know what? The thing about Port of Miami, and we get we always jump all over the place. Facts. The first four joints were all the first four singles. So it had you feeling like Oh, this this shit about to be crazy, and then you get didn't do that to me. Then after that, you like, am I missing something? Like, okay, nah. skip, skip, and then you get to the hustling remix with Jay Z. You like, 
Oh, okay, we back at it. But that's like the last song now. <laughs> so, bro, that shit was bad, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it it was so bad. It was like, I'm surprised he it was able to sustain a career after this. But shit. it was just that hustling hit so hard and push it hit so hard that those two records alone carried that nigga out to the next album, which and then the next was album was fucking exponentially better. Yeah, was that Triller? Triller was. The shit, the first single was uh, with him and T-Pain. Yeah, the boss joint. Yeah, so yeah, that, that was point, my shit. That was my shit. That nigga was knocking shit out the park. That was different. Right. Yeah. Then, what the fuck was the third album? Was uh, that was that Teflon Don or? Might be. I think that might be He went on Teflon. a run where like. Bruh, he, at that he point. Kept, he lightweight still on that run, project wise. For sure. But, yeah. but this is the thing though. It's just when I looked at him from first album to let's say fourth album. I looked. I, I I was looking at the nigga who I was saying in this industry. Right. This is the most impressive nigga here right now, because who else has the trajectory of first album comes out, second album is better than the first, third is better than the second, fourth is better than the third. Yeah. That's fucking amazing, bro. Because not only was he improving lyrically, he was improving in his delivery. How comfortable he was, he found his pocket for real, which was that luxury cocaine drug raps nigga. He switched his whole rhyme pattern from first album to second album. Absolutely. And his production Ross went through is, the fucking Ross roof, is my nigga. Easily top three beat best, selection. Best beat selectors of Stop fucking rap playing with that man, all bro. Time. Not just in the last, you know. 10, 10 years we're talking like his ear shit that he got from swiss shit that he got from justice league shit that bro like his his he fucking know shit how to when he got into the me. live production pockets nigga like what nigga shit that he got from just blaze nigga he this nigga beats is crazy and i feel hit. like he's not gonna get any better than where he's at where he's at right now but where he at where he's at right now is fucking is perfect for him this nigga can continue to produce at that level forever from here. Yeah. And and I'm going to love it every fucking time. Yeah. Like, He's consistent. Because I just know where the nigga came from, where the nigga yeah. started. Because nigga literally, do not ever forget. She not push. Riding not ride. Hey, that shit was that fire. shit sucked, that nigga. Shit was fire, <laughs> this nigga. nigga was boring, nigga. Like, what is happening, nigga? I didn't like the double dub versus you rap in on oh, one track. God. Then break drop to the second track, do the second part of the bar, not even the second verse or no shit like that. Nigga, literally in the slowest. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the fucking boss. I went to sleep instantly, nigga. I'm like, oh, this nigga. I'm either I'm narcoleptic or this shit suck. Nah, I think that was such an error. Like I like hey, look, I said, I ain't gonna take that away from you. I first, just I hated that shit. First dog. four songs on Port of Miami. What the fuck was the other two? Blow. Don't even remember it. Blow and then so it was shit, let me pull up. Hustling. Blow. <laughs> hustling. Still hustling. Trying to hustle. Hey, did y'all listen to track one? Nigga, <laughs> 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 that's what the fuck it was. Hey, man, did y'all forget about track one? Port of Miami one. 
It was the intro. It was push it. It was blow with cool from Dre from Cool and Dre, and then it was hustling. Those are your first four songs. After that, shit kind of go downhill. You got <laughs> like you got cross the line featuring Akon. You got I'm bad. You got count me boss. You got like a lot of these shits I don't even remember. Then you got hustling remix when you the, you got to go all the way to sixteen at that point. So. From that point, the fact that there are sixteen records on that. No, it's nineteen. Oh my god, there's nineteen joints. But from there, I'm got a solid one. I got a solid five. Yeah, that's bad because that's literally that is literally the exact Baby Keem score. Exactly. So yeah, that shit was so so so, and 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 on the strength of that alone, I am not going to count Baby Keem out of the game for me. But. Yeah, <laughs> nigga, got to do something different next time. Rick say Ross is literally the equivalent of going from most improved NBA player to literally being. He's also he's also just player. about most consistent. Yeah, the franchise. Rick Ross, Rick Ross might be the no, nah, I ain't gonna. He ain't up there. Up there. I was gonna say Tom Brady, but that's giving him too much credit. Oh yeah, that's, that's way too, too, much. too much credit. But just I just meant the the concept of being drafted like six overall. Feel you. Or going undrafted and to have the career that you have now. Damn, man, what the fuck song was that nigga on with Trina back in the day when he was ball faced? That shit is hilarious. That nigga uh, that was on Trina first album, I think. Yeah, that shit was that shit was yeah. trash. <laughs> he ain't sound nothing like he do now. Sure. That's 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 an amazing nigga, bro. That is really an amazing. Like I said, yeah. that nigga is he is among my favorite rappers. Yeah. Artists, fucking personalities at this point. Businessman. Like that nigga he's is bigger he, than he's, great. he's bigger than rap. Uh, yeah, that nigga's great. He's he's made himself the 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 face of black black businesses and in, in in rap. On the on the mid level, like when a nigga get some money, like what you gonna do? Shit, I want a Popeyes, like, or you know, like they gonna open up a bunch of barbershops, or you know, like that's Ross times ten. Like Ross has probably almost two hundred wing stops. Bitch he cooking. Yes, <laughs> and his son got one. Yeah, gifted his son a wing stop for his sixteenth birthday. That's like, crazy. You know, like shit like that. That's like, real fat nigga shit. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna man. give you a chicken shack for your birthday. Yeah, but. Shit I'm just generate. That's yeah. funny. Though. No, that's 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 just yeah. hilarious. Shit, Mike Gross, Mike Gross, five hundred thousand. Mike Net. Hey, nigga, I'm not gonna argue that with the motherfucker that wanna might go into a trust fund. Like you know, what I'm saying I got a business boy degree, so that shit. My bad, my mind started thinking like that. But yeah, man, like I like Ross for what he's shown. Ross J. Jay is my upper echelon of what they've and shown. And the nigga definitely from. survived the bombarding from the both the industry and Fifty. <laughs> all at once from the streets and the industry and 50 all at once. I was going to say that Ross was the only nigga to actually survive a 50 onslaught, if you will. I mean, the nigga got, God, the nigga published his baby mama sex tape like that. That's rough. That, I, and, and published that the nigga was a CO. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, nigga, it's, it's literally like that shit alone. Yeah. And this nigga Ross has rapped about that shit or referenced it in multiple tracks that and and it was all and it was always dope to me. Cause you know why? Good music outshines everything. And at that point in time, fifty antics did not equate to good music. Cause that's when he was dropping shit like AO technology. Yeah. 
And Ross at that point took it to another level because this is probably third, fourth album, Ross. What did that nigga say on that motherfucking record, man? That nigga said, you only live once and I got two kids. And for them to eat, I'll do two bids. I'll shovel shit. I'll see yo so we can bow our heads and pray over the meatloaf. And I said, I respect you, nigga. (laughs) I respect it. Ross and Cameron is the only two niggas that that beat 50. (laughs) Facts. That's my personal opinion. But that nigga, but I I would say, I would say that nigga 50 is is beating Cam now. (laughs) Like that nigga Cam, what is that nigga? What does he do now? Are you serious? That nigga selling steroids and shit or dick dick steroids? Nah, Cam actually, what's that show? I want to say he's either consulting or he's on, he's a guest star on that, that new ABC show that got like Brandy and Eve and Notori from, the shit actually, like, they put a lot of money into that show. And the shit actually, I was against it, but the shit looked very comical. Like, well, see, okay, with the exception of the fact that this the shit is canceled now, so it's kind of it's 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 a it's a point, but it's not a point. But they canceled the show. No, 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 they oh. canceled. Uh, for life, that shit was fucking great, bro. Was it? Did yes. You really check for it? Oh, it's fucking good, bro. Especially so because it's, cause it's based on a true story, shit. Yeah, I just uh, I'm tired of seeing niggas in jail. But he get out of jail. I'm tired of seeing niggas revisit jail. I don't want to see that shit. Well, it, 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 because I mean, it's and it's definitely. I about, know too many niggas in jail. A, I don't it's definitely see. about jail for sure, but yeah, it's also, but it's but it's dope it. on the strength of the fact that a nigga, that a nigga got convicted on some shit he didn't do, went to jail, learned everything law, got his law degree, and lawyered himself the fuck out of jail, out of the pen on a crazy ass bid, surviving to then turn around and become a lawyer to represent. Other niggas that he was in the pen with that was also innocent and get niggas off, pause, and <laughs> and that's it was that among other elements of the story and shit they do like the fact that that's a niggas real life life story though right. was it's so fucking well done, it is dope, bro. Maybe I'm sure it'll pop up on Netflix. Maybe I'll catch the two seasons, or it'll probably be on Hulu. I wouldn't be surprised. No, 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 I'm gonna say it's on something for it's on, it's, sure. It gotta be on Hulu because because we was ABC watching show. it on one of them fucking streaming services, yeah. and there was so there was that, and then I mean my nigga got literally the whole power verse. Power went through what six seasons before they finally wrapped up the original story, and then, then they got then they got on season right. two that's about to premiere. Right, you got a season month. two of a spinoff about to premiere, season one of a second spinoff about to premiere. You got season one of another spinoff just finished that niggas loved, and, then and he got the BMF show. shit. And that BMF show was fire. Exactly, bro. The BMF show was fire. I'm just saying, like. Not to mention this nigga's fucking uncancelable internet gold. Here, here's my thing about Fifty. How do you? How are your theme songs? Your best music that you put out in the and last that 10 too, years, nigga? Because this shit bro, be so fucking annoying. It's nigga. like if you came out with whole projects of this magnitude, I would actually might listen to Fifty again. But the theme song to the fucking BMF is dope. It's fucking Charlie Wilson and Snoop. And I want to say, I forgot who the fourth nigga was, or third nigga, on the on the theme song to the BMF. Yeah, that's dope. Wait, is Fifty on it? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Fifty. So <laughs> that's some bullshit. Fifty. So the showrunner 
is this dude that's from he was a, he worked on Power. He was a writer on Power. He's from Detroit. He's, the, he's actually pitched the the BMF show who to Fifty. He told Fifty, "Hey, I think we should have somebody from Detroit do the theme song. You know, I think it'd be more, you know, you know, representative of the show." Mm-hmm. Fifty just looked at the nigga and said, "Nah, I got it already." <laughs> but it's Fifty, man. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, because <laughs> Big Rich Town is easily the best theme song. That's one of the best theme songs in the past, like might fucking be twenty years, bro. <laughs> like ten at least, nigga. Because Power was on. I mean, the original Power was. I mean, shit, nigga. It was six seasons, so roughly six years. Yeah. And then I ain't gonna front. So here's my problem: they did what they they flipped. If they did the. Uh, the the Trey songs that was bad. Bro. It wasn't actually bad. Here's what happened. It just wasn't. It wasn't. It shouldn't have been for power. They no. should have saved it and did it for the spinoff with Tyreek. No. I, well, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah. If you were going for a new feel, a younger feel, why wait till the very last season to drop it on the very last season? Huh? Like, save it. You got it in the back. You already know what direction you're going for the for the new show. It would have made more sense to just use that for the new new show, and it wouldn't have been so much outrage because you literally changed it at the very last season. So fans were pissed. Yeah, that 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 was the only thing that was weird about it was changing it at the last season. I, I feel like, I, but I feel like perhaps the plan was to change it at the end. To usher in the new, the new f- for the beginning. That, like I yeah, said, that's the only to. that's the only thing that makes sense for why they would make that decision. But it makes more sense if you're going to usher it in, do it at the beginning of the new series that already has a new separate identity. <laughs> right, 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 right. For sure, you don't but, have but, to usher but, it in. But it, it already is going to have mean, its own identity. It do, but it don't. Like, ain't no telling what 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 ghost. I mean, what Tommy's joint is going to be about. Tommy, I don't know. Fifty gonna do the hook on that too. Probably. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking, I'm talking about the show itself, though. Cause I feel like I feel like the I feel like Tommy show and story, cause the nigga was talking about going literally across the country. So I feel like his show will be the first one that's really disconnected from everything else. He ain't even going across the country tomorrow. He's going to Chicago. Oh yeah. Even still. Even still though. I feel like I feel like he's disconnected, yeah. essentially. You know what I'm saying? And and his so his story should be very, very different. Potentially, we just gonna get more Tommy shit, but it's still gonna be, you know, whatever. But I felt like Tariq shit was so directly, immediately following Ghost Dying. It still felt like the same. If it still felt exactly like the same storyline, just without James. And exactly why you should have introduced the new theme song at that point to separate it for it to actually feel like a separate show. Yeah, because it didn't when it came on. It didn't even feel like. And we, I don't know how we, technically it just, it's not it's TV still, talk. It still just feel weird that they called the shit, like, Power it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't even no point in calling it, well, I'm saying, what was the point in calling it Ghost? I still don't. I don't understand the way they, it, it should be Power. Raising Canaan makes perfect sense. Yeah. Tommy's is, what the fuck is this shit? It's his call. Force. Yeah. I can even see that. Because I feel like he is one. It's a different shit. Like, he, he I feel like his, like his, his mode, the way, the way he, I feel like he is a force. 
It should have been Power Book Two. Yeah, it should have just been Power Book Two. The way they they said they <laughs> ran it so quick, Power Book Two Ghosts, like, huh? Right. Where it should have been Power or Power Book of Ghosts. So th- this this is the thing. I haven't I haven't finished raising Canaan. I actually only started. I it watched like, one episode. I must say I watched one episode. I was I was entertained. I heard I it slower. It. I liked it. It was a lot slower. But my thing is, I feel like we have to get young ghost in order for us to be watching Canaan. Because they their whole story intertwined when they like teenagers or whatever. Yeah, but you forget that Canaan is his OG. So you don't get you get young Canaan developing into Canaan. <laughs> To, to 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 mold mold ghosts, right, right, right. So so that, but that's just what I'm saying. I felt like, and the reason I why don't know, I, book, I, I feel I feel like I feel like the the I feel like power. I feel like ghost should be young ghost. Literally, I feel like I feel like that's what that one should be. You got young ghost. You got fucking Tyreek, and Tyreek is. So the reason why, because I begin to like backstories and shit like that. The reason in my mind, I think. It's called uh, book, uh, book two ghosts, is because it's literally the development of him turning into the one person that he disliked the most. He's turning into his father, and also technically Loki being haunted by the ghosts of his father, the ghosts of his past. The ghosts. God of the- damn it! That makes it really good, actually. Yeah, I so just wish that they explained that. It's psychologically it him. It's ghosts. He's the new and improved ghost. That's true. Makes by sense. the end of the show, or by some point in the series, he's probably going to take the alias of Ghost. Just yeah. makes sense, like <laughs> baby ghost or just something of the sort. Yeah, he has no other connections. I think you know we know Tommy is gone. We know his mom is gone. This was not supposed to be a TV talk show. Shit. Uh, hey man, we was talking about theme songs, but. Should be happening. Yeah, it all came because I said that I think Fifty is beating Cameron right now. I, I, I can't. Cam, you gotta watch. You gotta follow Cam on social media, dude. Mm-hmm. Cam is hilarious right now. I feel it. So I feel like Fifty is hilarious. Too. Fifty is another another breed though. Fifty is shit. It's untouchable. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like like him, like him and Dave Chappelle, uncancelable yeah, niggas, bro. Yeah, they, they don't give a fuck. Them niggas gonna say wild shit, do wild shit. Fuck you gonna do? You not gonna beat a nigga up? Yeah. You can try shooting the nigga. That clearly doesn't work. <laughs> like, you know, what you, what you gonna do with a nigga like that? That's also fucking rich that you don't have no, you ain't got no way to reach that. I think, and this is gonna be a nice segue, but I think um, 50, this new stage of 50 as TV mogul, Somebody, I saw a meme that somebody said, fuck, they just need to re- rename stars motherfucking cocaine TV or some shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> they, they hidden. I'm almost a thousand percent sure that there's nothing else on stars nah, except 50 shows. Nah, it's some good shit on stars too. I never watched P Valley. I've never seen the episode. I've heard that's pretty I've good. heard of it. I mean, it's strippers. Is it so. not somewhere else too, or is it only on stars? It's only on stars. Mm, but okay. you got to fuck with uh, fuck with Hills. Hills, no, like or like heels, heels. My bad. Oh, like wrestling. Like it's ah, okay, okay, okay. I got you. Got you. Have got you, you seen you. the uh, commercials, the promos of it? No, I haven't. I haven't. But I, Shit but I feel fire. like somebody has mentioned it to me, so I need Shit to. It's fire. It got my nigga that played in the Arrow. 
The lead in Arrow. Oh, Stephen Amell? Yeah, he's the lead in this. Blurs and clips coming through with the information. Yeah. You'll fuck with it. Okay. And it also got um, random. Who was my nigga in the first Hunger Games? Peter? At the end, he was the nigga that was going against. I don't be remembering names. At the end of the first movie? Yeah. The nigga that was going against Katniss and Peter. Yeah. That got ate by the dog thing. Yep, that nigga. Okay. He plays his brother. Okay. So the whole premise of the show is two brothers that inherit. I did see a commercial for this shit. Yeah, they father killed himself. He he has a small market of wrestling in Georgia. Father kills himself. Okay. They inherit this wrestling company. Arrow is the older brother. He's running the company, but he's also the, the heel, the lead heel in the company. Got you. His brother is the lead face in the company. Mm, okay, okay. One night they're writing the storyline. His brother only knows how to exist as being the baby face. They get into an argument backstage that translates into the ring because of the fam- like family dynamic. His brother now turns heel. Uh, but not on purpose. So right, now they have right. to structure how this show and the family dynamic and still dealing with the father that killed himself. You know, the, the company is... They're they're not they're on the verge of either making a million dollars or going bankrupt. They're like right in that in between, and it it is dope. Like they got a lot of motherfucking CM Punk guest star on one episode. That's dope. So they bring it. You can tell they bring in a lot of people to help. His Steve Mill is uh, his character in my in my mind. I think it's based off of uh, Stone Cold. Okay, so, you'll fuck with. It. I am going to use this as a fast segue to transition into from wrestling to wrestling to music with The Rock featuring on that Tech Nine joint. Did you get a chance to listen to it? That shit's trash. Oh, come on. I'm impressed. I'm he said, Boost two asses. <laughs> I'm impressed because it's The Rock. But. I'm not about to go listen to that shit and bump it in the car. Like, it's, that's not that's you know not what, what I like. That's not what I listen to. But, but. This is going to be a long the, episode. The couple of features on that motherfucking record were fucking spitting, my nigga. Yeah, everybody. Them niggas was going on and that for, bitch. I would say for a first time rapper, but no, nah, I forgot. Uh, Wycliffe, I mean, he got a song featuring Wycliffe. <laughs> You remember uh, that don't count. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Because uh, if you ain't, uh, what, what was it? Uh, you ain't sharing, people ain't caring. Come up in the hood and just take everything you're wearing. <laughs> that shit sucked. <laughs> uh, but it, but at the time though, it was perfect, and they had the and they had like the super sped up like island rhythm in the background, yeah. like blink 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 blink. <laughs> that shit with the fucking jazz horn. Besides the Fuji's Besides, no, I can't even say that. With a straight face, the motherfucker. No, Wycliffe had, yeah, motherfucking city Wycliffe high. had joints. Wycliffe had joints. Yeah, motherfucking. What's what the fuck was the name one, of that first one, album? One, what was that one, album? One, one, one. That shit is fucking amazing. That to shit this day, That yeah. shit is still you. Yeah, you right. So. And the bitch definitely could just go off the top of the biscuit uh, and just rap. What's nigga. the shit with motherfucking Carlos Santana, nigga? Fuck. Why can't I remember the name? Hey, bro. I was gonna talk some shit about Wycliffe, but no, I completely no. I will take all that back. Wycliffe. <laughs> you must have forgot. Yeah, why Clef <laughs> actually, yeah. 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 Legend legend status. Yeah, legend my status. Bad. My bad, why my bad, Clef. My bad. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess. 
there isn't too much left for us to. What is? Oh yes, the greatness. No, let first and foremost, and we have to. Yeah, because we know you know what because we completely started to have the best album of the year conversation and didn't get to the album that we wanted to discuss. You right. I wasn't even gonna touch on that too. Oh fuck! This gonna be a long episode. This is, is what it is. I ain't, look, Shit. I'm on vacation tomorrow. I'm, about, I'm driving out of town, so don't make me no difference. When but, do you come back? Like Sunday night. When do you go back to work? Monday. It's a short. It's just a oh. quick weekend trip. So, okay. Just to get cut to this out. Quick. That's a gaycation. <laughs> you gotta look. You gotta do those quick trips to you know get your mind back right. No, you know, I feel you. I feel you. You know, get back on the game plan. But yeah, no, nigga, we go. Yeah, let's touch on that first, and then. We were supposed to segue with the fifty. That's why I thought it was gonna be a good segue. Got you, got you, got you. Nah, so so listen, I I, I did take the time out to listen to the D Smoke, which was my first experience listening to his shit. I haven't gotten a chance to go back to the first album yet, but I enjoyed this one. Highlight for show is the fact that this nigga has Tony Baker on the album, which is fire and hilarious at the same time. He has a Kirkpatrick reference in there. Uh, and one on on the free write record, which is like the song before last, if I'm mistaken, of mm-hmm. a, a good majority, a good portion of saves on the album as a whole. Some of them joints just was like, "Oh, this is a good record, but it ain't for me." Like, like to it. listen to consistently, so I was like, "All right," but but I'm I'm not saying it's a bad joint. But the ones that I did save, I really really do like. I like crossover. I like free write. I like fucking oh man, it's it's quite a few of them joints. I'm, I'm actually you like we run, rerun is my shit. Why run? Why run? My bad. Yes, that was uh that was dope. Hold up, because that is right here close to the top of my playlist. Better half is fire. Sleepwalking is dope. Common sense is dope with his brother. Mind my business was dope. Dirty Mercedes though, mm, nigga, that's my shit though. It's that it's that fucking beat. It's the beat and it's the melody that that, that 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 nigga pulls off on this shit is really dope. Like, super dope. I love the clockwork joint with Marsha. That was cool. Sleepwalking is fire. I mean, he just, he got dope records on this bitch. Yeah, bang yourself. I'm going to probably say I listen to Dirty Mercedes more than anything else, though. And I listen to Wild Run probably the most out of anything. For sure. So, yeah, so. that's that's definitely dope. That is... That is definitely an album of the year contender, for sure. But we we got some competition, yo. It's actually some competition from a nigga who only has one release. So this is this would be second joint. He has one release in 2017 called West 1996. This current joint called Gold Mouth by Loot, or I believe we, I think he also goes by Loot West. But Luke, executive produced by rapper Big Pooh of Little Brother fame. Did not realize that. If you want to call it fame, I guess. You know, Little Brother always, you know, saying play it to the underground or whatever. But real niggas fuck with Little Brother. And yes, actually, when Fonte posted the album cover, he said that he had been, that he had watched and got to experience the process of Pooh EP in the album for like a year or whatever. He must be managed by Pooh then. Because you know, Pooh manages also. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 very well possible. Well, I just know that I had not ever heard Luke personally, yeah. but Fonte posting him to me was all I needed to know. Yeah. So I just said, "Fuck it." I was, I was about to draw, 
and I was working on a piece. So cut on the album track one. I was like, I'm a little disappointed. This ain't really like great. It ain't bad, but it ain't great. And, and your intro is important. Because it's literally your intro, especially as a new nigga, a nigga right. who I ain't never heard. I'm like, yo, your first record, you know how I am, nigga. If your first record is bad, I'm like, ah, 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 the first song of yours I hear can be bad, my nigga. And I'm like, I don't know. But but record two, okay, this is actually dope. Record three, sold, nigga, convinced. Record two, saved onto the playlist. Three, saved onto the playlist. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen saved to my permanent playlist. Ran the whole album back again. Still didn't like one. Two through thirteen again. Yeah, these stay. This shit is dope, my nigga. Heat, okay? L U T E. Go look up loot gold mouth with an F. I I was fucking with this shit so tough. I didn't know when we was cutting our next episode. I just knew that I needed this nigga to listen to it before we sat down so that he could experience what I had experienced and we could have this conversation. AM, you have listened to Goldmouth. What did you think? I have listened to Goldmouth realistically probably six to seven times since you told me about it. And... The exact same thing. You hit me randomly. It might have been 10 o'clock on a Friday night or some shit. I think I was like out to out to eat. Right. Like, yo, you got you to check this project out. I'm like, okay, nigga, I'll check it out tomorrow. You're like, no, nigga, like this project is in the running for the album of the year. So I said, all right, I'll check it out. You followed up. The following morning, I think you text me first. Did you listen to the project? I said, all right, I'm about, I'm about to start this shit now. It was a nice Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning. I'm in the car. I put it on track one. I said, okay, this is, it's okay. He can rap, but it's not, it's not overly impressive. Track two, I'm like, okay, track two is pretty good. No, it's better than track one. Track three, I hit him. I hit him immediately. Watts. Right. Track three. I think I said track three. <laughs> exclamation <laughs> point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Track three, from that point on, I'm like. Which is like. And every song after that, then you get the Ari Linux feature. Fire. You get hold on. Let me go through this shit. You the R the R E feature, the B J feature, the fucking Saba and and Jid, when the you little get brother the track, feature. I, that's what I was about. To, when you get to track eight, and mind you, I put it on. I didn't look at the tracks. I just I went off your word and I played it. So by the time I get to track eight, and you unexpectedly hear Pooh and Fontaine. <laughs> And after the album they put out, was that two years ago? Yep. At this point, and it was Fuego. To now know the little but little brother is a hundred percent back. There, you know. Yeah. And now they're they're doing features too. Like, man, I was pleasantly surprised. Then after that, you just start every song he continues to build. I like JID track nine, fire. Track ten, this West Side Boogie Kid. 
I like him. Yeah, Westside Boogie been been cooking. Yeah, track nine. I mean, track eleven. Like, Shit, he was on. Uh, he was on D Smoke album too. Yeah, he sure was. Yeah, I'm just a fan of good music, and I hate to use this reference again, but when niggas try something and they want to be experimental, some niggas will try something that's bad, and they just be like, "Well, your mind ain't open to it," and then some niggas just hit. Off the first listen. Right. He's one of these niggas. And I am a fan now and will look forward to any project. Because if this is the first project, this gave me outcast vibes. Early outcast vibes. Before, Mm. before, like, Equimini outcast. For sure. Equimini. Southern AT, playlist. Yeah, AT Aliens. AT aliens. Yeah. You know, like that that vibe. Yeah, bro. And he keeping good company. He a part of Dreamville. He's executive produced by Big Pool. Probably slash managed by Big Pool. They It's uh, hard, bro. It, Just go listen to the album, player. Trust your boy. It's fire. So for me. Based on our scoring system, which not intentionally happens to be the same, we base this shit on how many records you have versus how many records we saved, how many made it to the permanent playlist, and we give you multiple we give you multiple playthroughs to ensure that we are scoring this shit correctly, and we both have the exact same score, twelve out of thirteen. What's the math on that? 92%. Bruh. You aced. You aced the test, my nigga. I don't have an album scored higher than that right now this year. I know that for a fact. Yeah. So. I, I think I got Cole at like an 87. For sure. I got D Smoke. I think we got D Smoke. Probably like 88. Yeah. They all. Yeah. Everything was kind of close. Yeah. And then, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Bruh. It's high. I don't. Like there, there could even be other albums that have particular songs that is just super hard, like dope ass joints that I may even like better than the majority of the records that I like on this loot album. But as a whole, as a total project, this shit is almost flawless across the board from start to finish. So that's tough. That is tough. So look, just go, just go fuck with it. L U T E, like I said, look up loot, gold mouth, mouth with the F. All right, what was that last joint that you wanted to cover so we can wrap it the fuck up? Cause I'm gonna we- eat turkey chops. You fuck with the turkey chops now? Hell yeah. You used to talk so much shit when I used to make turkey chops, huh? Did I? Yeah. Damn, dog. you did. You used to make turkey chops, and I was yeah. like, nigga, we're the pork. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, we gotta touch on how hip hop has came so far, man. Like, hmm. li- like literally. And this was supposed to be a segue from the 50 conversation. Okay. We got to give respect. Niggas gave Jay and Rock Nation such a hard time a couple years ago when they signed that that NFL deal. Mm-hmm. And they thought it was going to be something self-absorbed. But Jay always making plays for the culture. Niggas don't even realize it. Of course. So you fast forward a couple years. And the announcement of the headliners of the Super Bowl halftime show mm-hmm. are fucking Dr. Dre. Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. Eminem. Mm-hmm. If that ain't Jay and Rock Nation influencing 
the NFL and influencing that rap is the number one genre in pop culture. Only slightly emotional that Kendrick is not on that line. Oh, my bad. Kendrick is on it. Is he? Kendrick is a part okay, of Okay, cool. Sorry. My bad. Completely All forgot. Right. Thought I was tripping. No, no, no. It's Mary J. Blige, Kendrick, Snoop, Dre, Eminem. No way. I think Snoop the one that's not on it. Put this up right now. I'm almost positive Snoop and Dre. Just make sure. Just make sure. I think. We got to report accuracy. Accurately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have uh, to report accurately. I think I follow. Yeah, I do follow. Where's Dr. Dre? I think Snoop is the one that's no, no. missing on it. No, it's Snoop. Snoop, oh. Mary J, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick. Damn, why ain't I put the Street Fighter perfect on there yet? <laughs> so, I want to congratulate Dr. Dre. Like, he, like, you need my fucking congratulations. Hey, listen. <laughs> but We still sending them out, though. Yeah, man. The fucking Positive vibes only, bro. Dr. Dre. Facts. Who, I want to say is probably at this point. What would you classify Dre as? The overall hip hop ambassador. <laughs> he is certainly uh, a mogul. I mean, he's not even a. I mean, like I'm talking about just in the world around. Like when you want to represent, like this is our representation of rap, hip hop, and how it's come so far. Yeah, it's Dre. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean? like. Dre has Dre has Dre has moved mountains. Yeah, um, for sure. But in order to move those mountains, I mean, shit, it's fucking whole hoof. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, cause there is no Dre doing the Super Bowl without Jay Z and Rock Nation signing that partnership deal with the NFL. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because before this. The last three, I think the deal's only like three years. Three I was like, who old. did it last year? Weekend? Weekend? I hate that nigga. That shit was fire though. Mm. I'm not a big weekend fan either. But <laughs> you go, you go weekend. Before that, it was somebody big boss. Jennifer Lo the first deal, the first year was Jennifer Lopez and Wanna say Shakira. Who cooked? Yeah. Second year you go weekend. It's like they had to gradually ease hip hop in there. Mm-hmm. But third year the deal, oh nigga, the hood is here. Facts though. That shit gonna be crazy, bro. Nigga. Did you imagine that shit? Like real shit, bro. That's probably gonna be more exciting than the game itself. Nigga, you're about to hear nothing but the G thing. <laughs> and uh, 175 countries <laughs> Right We forget Snoop is the most Recognizable rap artist In the world Mary That's J nuts. Blige is literally The queen of Hip hop so The genre exists Because of her Facts Eminem It's fucking Eminem I mean, It's Eminem so. It's literally the so I, I don't I don't know I don't know where it came from, but suddenly on the internet over the past couple of years, niggas dramatically and passionately hate Eminem. But fuck every one of you niggas, particularly because when that nigga was when Slim Shady LP and Marshall Mathers LP came out, every one of you niggas was rapping every word to every one of them fucking songs he put out. And now all of a sudden niggas is like, man, I don't relate to that white shit. 
but your ass was relating when you was talking about I am whatever you say I am. You fucking hypocrites. That nigga is one of the biggest artists to ever walk the face of the fucking planet. Yep. And he's a representation of hip hop. And that and and all of them albums didn't just go to white people. (laughs) Them shits went to plenty of niggas. Plenty of either you or your fucking parents have or bought them goddamn albums. And the heir apparent, the boogeyman himself, yep. Kendrick Lamar. Dun, dun, dun. If mm. that ain't a fucking phenomenal, y'all know that's my favorite word. Phenomenal. <laughs> Something like a phenomenon. <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> halftime <laughs> show. <laughs> I don't know who else you put up there. That's gonna be crazy. Just the fact that it's a whole click, like it's like that many motherfuckers instead of just like Beyonce <laughs> with, with a hook from like on one song. Well, by. Beyonce did it before Jay and them signed the deal. Right, right, right. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like usually it's usually it's one fucking artist. Yeah, maybe two. And then they bring in and they write or or one artist that pepper in a couple motherfuckers or whatever. But nigga, that little, nigga, this the this the first time I ever remember there being a whole ass. Lineup though for the Super Bowl halftime. The, here's what niggas are not going to realize, or they should realize more or less. Dre is not only he's a producer's producer, so he is going to be meticulous in the sound quality, of course, as well as the production value of the Super Bowl. Your TV gonna sound like you got beats by Dre on. Facts though, he might even bring in. I wouldn't be surprised if Dre has like I'm about to call Uncle uh, Uncle Quincy Jones. I'm gonna call Q. We gonna, we gonna figure some shit out, bro. Listen, <laughs> if <laughs> if Quincy Jones is God producer, then Dr. Dre is Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, Lord. No, no, I don't want to get struck down. But we're, we're just we're we are the just son, using a reference for comparison. Yeah, it's the son, the father. I don't know who the Holy Ghost is, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> quite uh, possibly, production wise, sonically, for sure, sonic. But my TV, bro, like, and that sound system connected to it. That's what they here for, bro. I cannot fucking wait. I'm going to heat the whole neighborhood up. I'm putting that bitch on 100. And I'm going to sit back and fucking cry. Tears of bearded joy. Dude. What if they do still, DRE? <laughs> There's a good chance. Oh, nigga, they will I was do literally about to say it again. And Hove, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nigga. The nigga the joy like I when I read the shit, I thought I thought it was a joke. I thought somebody like made a uh Wait, man, why these niggas mean? all got this blue ass filter yeah. on this Photoshop graphic? Like, these niggas like Pepsi, what the fuck? What? Yeah. yeah. And but just see that West, West, West. Dr. Dre. To me, and also, you know what else this solidifies? Diddy don't want that smoke in verses. Yeah, Diddy, as as great as Diddy is, I don't think Diddy could do a Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, he definitely could. I feel like he could. Who you pulling? Drake is pulled. Pulled your hitters. 
you bank on Mary, Dre's already pulled Mary. And Dre only got, what, two Mary joints? If that nigga Diddy was to do a Super Bowl, right? Joe, Joe to see? He no, nah, he definitely. I mean, like as far as like a lineup to to pull, the you know what he gonna do, bro? Because most of his fucking biggest artists ever are dead, nigga. <laughs> like literally. That's my point. So so I'm saying he can only do so much from that respect. So he gonna have to just play records posthumously for on on niggas' behalf, which which is you know whatever. But I've seen that on the 150 award shows at this point. Agreed, agreed. But and and oh, then and then of course he also got to pull the 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 band Danity Kane in day 26 bag. No, no, he's not. He's not doing that shit. You gonna put them niggas on the Super Bowl? I feel like it'll probably go. Uh them niggas. All right. I'm fans of the niggas. Not all of them, but I'm fans. Let, there's like, oh, these niggas were good. They had a good album. And then you got... Yeah, if, if, you, if, you did a, if you did a essentially a bad boy legacy Super Bowl set, it ain't going to be better than, than this shit. My point, exactly. There's So that makes... But see, but that's... But, that's, no but, 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 again, that's but again, that's different. Because, you know, in Versus, I mean, yeah, you can bring niggas out with you. But, I mean, shit, nigga, Ja Rule and Fat Joe's fucking passing Ashanti back and forth like a fucking blunt, nigga. <laughs> they were. So, I mean, shit, if if, if Dre bring Mary out, Diddy gonna be like, hey, no, bitch, come over here next. Nigga, <laughs> like, no, no, no. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I made your own first album. Right. Hey, hey cut, cut, the, cut the one on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga, we was splitting Big Macs. What the fuck? Facts. So, um, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna, it's gonna put it like that. And that's not to call Mary a bitch. She's a god queen. Yo, okay? 50, Motherfucking. 49, 50 on. How, uh, how high uh, can I hold and sing the praises of this woman, okay? Right now, if my shoulders look weighed down, it's because her feet sit right here. Okay. Have you watched the My Life a documentary on Amazon? No. Fucking man. great. No, I don't fucking be on Amazon good, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Dude, it's one of them you just randomly I'm I'm the same way with Amazon. What is it? It's about that song or is it about just Mary's no, sadness? It's about yeah, it's a, it's her telling her story. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I, I, I'll check it out. But I'm, I'm a documentary. That, that, my I'm life is, is personally is my personal favorite Mary record. Ever, I don't give a fuck what she does or has ever done. That, that's that's my shit. Somehow, some way, that record just resonates with a nigga on every possible level, from the sample, the entire, the the the, the production in total for what they did with the sample, coming from the fucking Roy Ayers joint, the fucking like what she is doing on that shit. Even even though she is is slow walking them verses, I'm I nigga everything about that song is perfect. Yeah. Smart shit. I, nothing to say. Mary, Mary is the queen for a reason. Absolute facts. And, and I also been singing the praises of Mary because I keep trying to tell niggas that nobody, <laughs> there is not a, there is not a human alive with a vagina that want that smoke in a versus with Mary. Closest is uh, shit, nigga. It might be Mariah Carey on the low. Nah, Mariah going down too. Nah, dog. I didn't realize. I'm and I, I like Mary too. I didn't realize how big the, I keep on calling it the miseducation of uh, Mimi. That's the album. So she had the same title as fucking the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. I believe so. It's it's it's. Give me a second. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Mariah is on fire. Belong not, not to keep dead air. 
I mean, bro, I think niggas get to edit, dog. That's yeah. all. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm be, the emancipation, the of emancipation Mimi. of Mimi. There you go. Nah, that hold a place in a lot of chicks. This what I'm saying. Also, this what I'm saying, bro. That's also the re after she, she went got crazy right on but, the fucking but she glitter. Also, but even on them though, she has too many pop joints overall. The vast majority of her shits are pop, or and 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 like some of her biggest records, bruh, like are in, inadmissible to verses. Like, nigga, like all I want for Christmas, literally one of her biggest, probably has more streams and downloads than anything she'll ever do in her fucking life. But that shit, you can't play it in the verses. Oh, but you know what she can play? Do do do, no. For sure. And Mary is going to fucking my life her head off, dog. That's That's true. One song. That's true. But this is what I'm saying. I'm a Mary fan. And I'm not listen. This is the thing. Mary's music. Mary's music is too heavy. I feel like she gonna. I feel like she gonna control the fuck out the tempo because every time, every time Mariah try to go go up here with some of that pop shit, Mary gonna fucking drag your soul through the dirt, and you gonna remember that pain and be like, "Oh, this the one." I feel like she gonna. I feel and I feel like that and I feel like that applies to almost anybody she go against. She gonna control the tempo because her records so. Heavy, and she also got joints with the bounce though too, and not just that. But when you actually go through her whole catalog, which I've done, because when niggas was starting to do verses and we was on Clubhouse, we was doing fantasy verses and running the bitches in the in the joint. We never did one with Mary, but I was prepping to do one, and I want to say I got to maybe fifty seven joints that are all undeniable hits. That she could run in any combination, and we talking about twenty song sets. My nigga, who else can run three of these bitches? I'm still saying it might be Mariah. And I literally was like, I literally was like, Mariah, Whitney, Mariah, Whitney. If that that would obviously be the dream one. No, 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 but yeah, oh for sure, for sure. But I'm saying like against Mary though, it would literally have to be Mariah or Whitney, and I feel like Mary is still putting both of them putting both of them down. Um. We forgetting about Janet too, though. Janet putting her, she putting Janet down too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, no, you gotta think. <laughs> I'll tell you, I done went through, I scoured all of their discographies, bro. There's a period of time you got second album, Janet, because niggas forget she had. I don't. Pleasure Principle is not the first album, right? I mean, not Control. My bad. Um, no, no, no. You she got no. She nigga, got one. It was like she dropped one. That shit ain't do shit. Yeah, she was then like fucking went, like fifteen or some shit like that. They went back to the drawing board. She was like, I gotta, I gotta separate from from Joe real quick. And then she go out to fucking Minnesota. I got, I got these two guys to work with you. Called Jimmy Jam, Jimmy and, Jam and Terry Lewis. fucking Lewis, nigga. And they fucking create also god producers that that belong in the verses that'd be you. They say they ain't gonna do it. Nah, I know. I feel like I feel like it's a bunch of God level people that that ain't gonna do it. Quincy ain't gonna ever do it. Quincy Dre ain't gonna God. ever do it. Any nigga that can produce Ray Charles. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis not doing it. Dre not doing it. Quincy not doing it. Jay, Drake, Wayne, Kanye not doing it. These are artists you just are never gonna see. Beyonce not doing it. Rihanna not doing it. These are artists that you would you don't even have a fucking We got a better chance. shot of getting Stevie Wonder. 
and I can honestly see them doing it. Stevie Wonder and I'm telling you, they're not going. But they not going. But to I do don't want to see, see them doing. Ray it. Charles is dead, so it can't be him. It be Stevie. But Steve, but Stevie will cook, right? But no. What? It's fucking right. It's Stevie. I agree with you, but you can't say cook. That's so disrespectful. Okay. It's. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's gonna win. It's not even a win. There, these are niggas that literally like their songs will be played on throughout eternity. That's true. Like they're literally, they probably on God's playlist right now. For sure. Ribbon in the sky is literally the most beautiful song I've ever heard. For sure. But that's what I'm saying though, bro. One one of these has the most beautiful song you've ever heard, (laughs) nigga, and the other one has good songs. For sure. Ray Charles, nigga, I feel like somebody grandma gonna come out and just smack the shit out of one of us because I feel like it's <laughs> nigga, it's it's blasphemy for us to not know the extent of their catalog to eat like the the catalog. Fuck a t- a ten year run, fuck a fifteen year run. Right, these niggas had. 60, 70 year careers. I look, I do not disagree. All I'm saying is when you pit the two of them against each other, it ain't no cook. Toss up, and at the end of it, it's Ray Han is gonna go out and catch up. <laughs> My nigga is what I'm trying to tell you. It, nah, dog. You gotta get nah man. It's like you gotta respect. respect there has there, there, there's, a, there's a reason like, that we, out. there's a reason that we that we know a thousand Stevie songs. You know, you know a thousand Ray. You just don't know that you know. No, you know, Ray. you know, you know, you know, seven fifty. You know what I'm saying? You know, seven fifty, nigga. You sing, so, so we black. When it's it's birthday time, what you singing? Happy birthday. No, nigga, what you singing? What you mean? Happy birthday to you. That is big, Stevie. Exactly. Right. But I'm saying these men. I'm not even calling them niggas. <laughs> because these are literally. Because they old niggas? What you mean? Yeah, they fucking like. you were, trying to hear that. Nah, these like, you know, hey, you sit down with. Hey, hey how you doing, sir? <laughs> I respect, respectfully. Like, they're God level musicians. On the way out, if you think I ain't going to hit him with a my nigga. Nah, you crazy. <laughs> God, <laughs> God himself literally touched these, these men. Paul Hooks. Like, Doink. I'm gonna give you the gift to play song. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no verse. Man, fuck a verses. It really, but I mean, like that really was supposed to be the fantasy verses, realistically speaking, for black people because two blind piano players. Come on. Hey, I'm going Elton, Elton John. They yeah, can but, make it, this shit work. but that's what I'm saying though. That, that's that's the whole Steve. thing, bro. Stevie gonna win by a landslide because niggas don't know Elton like they should. Think niggas gonna be surprised on a lot of shit. Oh, for sure. But they still like, gonna. But they. But but you already know how this shit play out, though, bro. It's that nostalgia factor that niggas that them, them songs got, that niggas hold dear to their heart type right, shit. But when you got artists that big, here's where you niggas is gonna forget. Motherfucking Prince Diana died, and nigga Elton John wrote the fucking song. Sorry, fucking. For sure. That, that alone, like said, bro. That I'm alone. with you. It's, it's niggas ain't. It's my those, lack of faith in niggas to to respect. That's what I'm saying. Elton. It's gonna be more than you put Elton John up there. Niggas ain't. It ain't niggas is watching it. 
it's no, no, the no, royal for, for family. Sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. No, absolutely. But it's, it, but it's, what, I, but it's what I'm saying, though. You know, but, but, but versus is a very nigga thing, though. It's, 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 under it's normal circumstances. Yeah. But when you put... That'll be the first time that this motherfucker, that is white people in that, in that Instagram live and that trailer going crazy in the comments. That'll be the first one. Hey, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. They need to make that happen. They definitely right. need to make that shit happen. Yeah, we two are hours. at two hours. This is our longest my niggas. Longest show. Hey, it's we fun though. fucking cooking though, okay? But you know what happened? If you take two weeks off. Yeah, you got to. Because yeah. we normally go in these shits like, man, yeah. I don't know what the fuck to talk about. And then we just exactly. start. Exactly. God fucking that. But see, that's, that's, the, that's the good shit when you got chemistry, when you got niggas that is actually homies and and can sit down and just get into these conversations. And it's cool because there's a lot of shit we agree on, but then there's shit we disagree on. So that's great. We yeah. can have that dynamic. I feel like it is a necessary dynamic when you're doing a fucking show and creating this content. The whole thing that we got to do is just get this nigga out of his job so that we can pod more. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, man. That's it. Start consulting y'all niggas. You gonna start pl- uh, plotting a lot of y'all social media following. Something is gonna fucking happen around this bitch, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Top we of the year, come fuck with limited run though. Top of the year. All right, man, it's going down. You already know what's up. Listen, make sure that you're sending questions, concerns, comments, things you want us to talk about on the show. Blah blah blah. Albums we should review. Send in your actual music as well. If you are an artist, because we want to check that shit out one time. And if you got the hot shit, we'll definitely either play your shit on the show, review your shit. You might even get your black ass or or whatever multicultural ass interviewed on the goddamn show because fuck it. Why not? We out here and we trying to make sure that we get it cracking with real niggas. This ain't all got to be celebrity shit when it comes to the music and the industry. Fuck that because we out here too. So. Make sure you send any of those things, any of those inquiries over to us at musicishpod at gmail.com. Otherwise, y'all be safe out here in these streets. Make sure you follow the gang. I am at BKA Watts everywhere. Uh, I guess I'm supposed to say some shit. Yes. I feel like I didn't talk for two hours. I don't really. I know, right? Y'all know my name at this point, man. Yeah, yeah. It's AM. Yeah, yeah. Old man. Old man AM. Yeah, yeah. Suge Light uh. um, <laughs> Shit what else man That's pretty much it man I'm gonna say AMJ oh, Sunny New Day niggas Bright New Day Bright New Day Daylight Savings Time Facts uh, nigga I ain't forget Yeah man Niggas shit. out here with aliases Yeah man I, I was the king of the aliases at one point man This is true This is true Well make sure y'all follow the gang We follow back don't make it a thing okay god damn it just know we do we appreciate y'all tapping in as always this has been episode four of that music ish and we be back at y'all when we back at y'all and we about this bitch Different.